What's up, man? Not much. What's up with these technical difficulties and delays? Yeah, man. man. I don't know, man. OBS stripping. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, we uh, just got finished watching NXT take over uh, Phoenix. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What else have we just done seeing? Uh, Jake Hager. We. The, the people. people. Yeah, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not. No. So, um. So yeah, Jack Swagger just made his MMA debut and um, kicked some ass and choked choked the dude out. Yeah, yeah. Choke. Tomato can, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know who that guy's record was against. You you said uh, he just won his one fight last night. So. Yeah, you know, that like I mean, looked like a little can to me. So yeah, but um, yeah, it was a it was a show. Uh, I guess we can start at the main event uh, or overall impressions of the show. What you guys think? Uh. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, um, good show. Like, um, I think uh, me and me and Rob were talking about this uh, a while back. Like, NXT just don't miss, or takeovers just don't miss. Um, they never have, and hopefully, they never will. Um, but this was a step down from the work they did last year, um, in particular, as far as an entire show where, like, you know, multiple things are just like, or there's always like two instant, two or three instant classics. I mean, we got. I felt like we got two of those, but. I felt like um, three of the matches were – they were good. I, I would say one was even great, but it just didn't feel like – it almost felt like the main event happened at, in the middle of the show and then, like, everything else suffered. Yeah, it was like a hill like, almost. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I think it suffered from the way the, the, the car was built out. And, I mean, that's a problem when, like, you don't have your top guy in the main event because you didn't make him the top champion. You made him the secondary champion. Go figure. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, I was um, on the team of, and I had joked about it with James, that they should have just put Ricochet and Gargano last, like, weeks ago. I was like, so that, are, are they going to do a, a Wrestle Kingdom 8 poll? Like, can we do a fans <laughs> poll, like, to get uh, uh, Ricochet and uh, Gargano in the main event? Because I, I feel like we were proven right. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this was a very good show, but like both of you guys said, there was definitely some card structuring issues. Yeah. I would have totally rearranged this card. I probably would have started with Riddle, Ono, then gone to the women's match, and then tag match, uh, Ciampa and, Gar- and uh, Black, and then Ricochet and Gargano last. I yeah. think I think that's that's, that's how like start. New Japan would have set up. Right, because then you, yeah. you start off there, you got this peak, and then you just freaking end on top. Yeah. Oh, let me phrase that. Like that's how most of Japan big shows start until they started to pull out a Bushi and Osprey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I don't I don't know what that was. But, what they done with past takeovers. Pretty much what they did, except they would have swapped the women's title match with the um, with the match because it would have given them like you have to follow that because the main event would have been the main event. And it's fine because those two guys, like regardless of whatever, like the match is going to be great regardless of the main event. So they were it, it would have been able to overcome that with as opposed to um, when you have somebody you know such I guess for lack of a word inexperienced because I'm. Between Bianca and, and Bianca and Shayna, uh, this is what four, four, five years combined of experience. Yeah, you know? usually yeah. Shayna's wrestling somebody that's uh, been wrestling for a decade, yeah, or, right. or something like that. <laughs> they've been wrestling like nonstop for these five years, like Kyrie, right, or six years roughly, whatever. Uh, so I guess uh, we can just start with the main event. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa successfully defends the NXT Championship against Aleister Black. Could it be Aleister Black's final appearance in NXT? Could be. I mean, it, it would make sense. There's nothing else for him to do. Maybe. I mean, he, I mean, he can fight Ricochet, but other than that, I don't really see what else is there for him to do. Like, yeah. I mean, and also like, it's really not what we do, but what they've done with NXT champions in right. the past. Like, you're a champ, you lose, you leave the territory to go get ruined on the main roster. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, it would be different, but I mean, it can still do it. But like, you know, we we talk about we've talked about this like since. Um, since about Brooklyn Three, like there's so much talent that they. I mean, you have to leave off uh, Adam Cole. You have to leave off uh, Velveteen. Velveteen Dream. Um, Keith Lee. You, you have to leave off Keith Lee. It's like me, me and him, Kyrie Sane, Io Shirai, Candice LeRae. You know, a, street, a team like this improved, like the Street Profits. Um, a team Adam like Cole. like yeah. Like it's just so much talent that like they have too much talent for the, even like for me even be able to do any except for like 
the very least because there's so much, there's so little time to do everything. And, and so not mention the, they, the, they need to move people on. Yeah. The rumored classes coming in, you know, ACH, Trevor Lee, right. um, Shane Swerve, Strickland, Kushida. Yeah, Kushida. There's yeah. going to be a ton of, 10 more top talent guys coming into this territory. Yeah. I mean, and then, you know, you said to me, uh, somebody said to me uh, today, like, Can we see NXT first and then go to the first? Like before we we send them to Siberia. I mean, like think how many talented guys are in two hundred five live, and like they have to kill themselves to get the crowd to give half of a fuck. Yeah, especially now that they're going back to taping after SmackDown. Which yeah, is, which is like yeah. it was. Um, as far as this match though, um, what'd you guys think of it? It was like a it looked like it was a knee heavy match, and you know I don't know working body part. Yeah, yeah and. and I liked it. Um, I, I would have probably went four and a quarter on it. Yeah, I, I think that I think that black selling of the knee as a person that's like this is you know, killer killer striker, one of the best strikers in the whole company, um, and the person that you know does explosive stuff like the flips and, and dives and whatever else. Yeah, I think that and and, and that involves a lot of the running, and you've seen on the main roster and other places where they they do a body part match, work on a leg, and then immediately like the person just like. You know, does all their normal shit without like in the cell on the back end, or um, or just completely forget the cell or whatever else. Seth Rollins, um, <laughs> so or Dean Ambrose as well. So like, it was nice to see that you know, as a person, um, I thought it was a nice touch for him to, to get his knee worked on and like things didn't work and he, like his running is different, like stumbling to, to from you know and taking a couple steps to. To off the ropes or whatever else, he's not really doing much of that. I thought I thought it was a nice touch and a good job by him. I thought um, I thought some of the some of the spots in the match were, were great. Just the middle part, it just sagged for some reason. I can't really put my finger on what sagged. Yeah, it, it seemed like there were like long periods in the match where the crowd was just kind of staring at it, watching. Right. Um, I did think they were doing good work, but you know, not every match is going to reach that classic level. And, right. I don't know. Usually, an NXT takeover main event, you're looking at a higher ceiling uh, at this point. It just didn't yeah. reach that. I don't, you know, I kept like, coming into it. I wasn't thrilled by the the Chamba and Black feud and all that. Yeah, and, I mean, and it I seems like a little too. bit of that came into the building. Yeah, but um, I don't know, man. Like, plus, how much? How, okay, storyline wise, how much of it suffered from the fact that both of these two have been so tied up with Johnny, and then Johnny's not there, like to play off of. Right, there mm-hmm. was no Gargano uh, interference and I, involvement at all. Right, and I'm not saying that like Johnny is like this gigantic. I'm not saying he's a freaking Miz as far as like this is like wealth of um, stuff to tap into or, or creativity. But the whole entire thing was tied around just you know, Alistair getting beat up or getting laid out by and take put on shelf by Johnny. Him getting vengeance. Him and then him after you know basically. Supposedly, still trying to uh, knock some sense into Johnny, saying, "You know what? You're, you know, you're the real evil that caused Johnny to turn this way. So I'm going to take you out as well." And then it turns into, you know, more Gargano and um, and, and Ciampa melodrama. That it's almost like, but Johnny's not actually there. He didn't interfere. It's just like it's just something for after the fact. Like I, I, I felt like there was an element of. I felt like there was an element of. He should hate this dude because obviously, like, he took his title and he got screwed out of his title. But like, it didn't feel like that. Like that, that felt like that was something that just happened on the way, and they've already like forgotten that part of the storyline. Yeah, um, like they're more worried about go, do, putting making Johnny in in in, in yeah, Champa like Anderson again. Yeah, 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 as opposed to the champion got screwed and he never got a title shot back. So um, weird. they they closed the um, show with. Champa and Gargano with the belts. Yeah, and you know me being how I feel about NXT, it's like these guys are never getting called up, and it's just like this is such a scam. Like, it felt like a gigantic. I imagine for you, it felt like a gigantic constellation project. Right? Yes, it's but like, at the end of the day, do we really want these guys to get called up and go to possibly Raw, SmackDown, potentially even Two Hundred Five Live because of their size? I would love for them to go to SmackDown. Not Raw, but SmackDown. Like, yeah. I, I guess SmackDown would be like their only hope, really. And the thing is, the way NXT is going to continue to work, those guys are going to look like the old guys in the club after after a certain uh, amount of time. And it's like, bro, yeah. like people are going to start cutting promos on them, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt. 
when right. it'd be like, you've been in NXT for five years. <laughs> like when somebody, <laughs> like when somebody gets on the mic, be like, like, yeah, like that's the only you, other place yeah. to start taking it. You at, are like, a five-time NXT champion. <laughs> like, but you will never, you will be here the rest of your fucking life. Like, yeah, yeah you will man. never leave full sail. Yeah, like, yeah. You, like you remain on the network. You will never be on cable. Yes. Damn. Yes. <laughs> like, and, and and I don't know. That's that's just what it felt like for me. And, but and the thing for me was um, one of the things that I that when Triple H does like the media press conferencing like the week of a takeover show, um, one of the recent one of the last ones he had mentioned about like the, as he called uh, the the local globalization, which is like really just I'm putting a territory up scamming. Um, yeah. So in <laughs> um, a region where there's money to be made there, um, he mentioned that like. The idea is that people can, you know, move through different spots after, you know, they learn out the weapon and whatever else. You know, they don't have to necessarily move to the main roster. And, like, I, thought, I think that's a good idea. But you, right now you have a lot of guys and there's less room for everybody. And, like, the game theory suggested, like, or actually for you to be able to, like, do what you need to do and, like, um, utilize some of this talent that you have is – you need to, you know, shell some of that. Like, it, it won't be the worst thing in the world if, like, they swap, like, Gunn and Mustache Mountain for, like, Undisputed and, um, like, Arcana or, or Ciampa or mm-hmm. Alistair Black. Like, just did a trade between the, the, the two NXTs right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it won't be the worst thing in the world. Um, but overall thoughts on, on the final match? Just, like, good, not great? Um, I mean, I would have gave it for four, four, four and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about the four star range. I mean, it was it had great action. There was like you mentioned, there was great selling yeah. from Black of the leg. Uh, but overall, I mean, after following the Ricochet Gargano match and not yeah. having that big of a story, right? It just it just wasn't much going to that match. The crowd wasn't really that emotionally invested into it. Like you yeah. mentioned, Rich was a lot of quiet spots. I felt like they went out there. How long do you think they went? I don't know, uh, but I, it, it felt I, like I it felt like it should have. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm gonna look that up. And that's the thing of when you know. Just because you have Almas and Gargano in the ring, or Almas and, and um, or sorry, Gargano and and uh, Ciampa in the ring, it does not mean. You, I mean, that's part of the reason why, like you know, the last two matches between um, Gargano and Ciampa were like were only considered like great matches, but not like on that level of the first two. The first that because like, yeah. just because you can go for a long time doesn't mean you should. Right. I mean, because you have to. You feel like you need have to tell this super epic story, and like you got to think. You gotta think these worked out, so like of course, like it's going too well when the person, the Booker of this Triple H, the King of going way longer than you ever should. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I, I can see where you can caught up in that issue. Like I, I just, um, I mean, it wasn't very match. Like I felt like there were parts where it didn't, it didn't get me all early on as it, I thought it should have. But like by the end, when you get to the point where you get the DDT and then um, the kick out of the black out of the, the um, what's this fairy tale ending? The fairy tale ending yeah. it was like, oh yeah, you got me there, but. Um, but like that was right, and it immediately almost go right. Like that's like another minute left in the match. Yeah. So it was like, you know, you kind of think, I kind of wish I felt like that for like five or five, six, eight minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess we can move on to the next match. Uh, Shayna Baszler retains the NXT Women's Championship over Bianca Belair. Uh, this was like a roller coaster of a match. Yeah. Um, there was a there was a long part uh, at towards the end where. Shanna had her in a choke, and I was really getting into it, like, yeah. the, the thinking, like, the big face was going was to come up. back yeah. and hold up yeah. and win, and I was, like, really into it, and then she just didn't, and it, it yeah. was, like, a flat feeling. Yeah. Um, I like the match. I like what they what they try to do. Um, I, I think they, they, they kicked us in the nuts and gave us blue balls, though, with it. Yeah, man. They, you know, they made this match, you know, they brought the gimmicks out, and they did the ref bump, and you had a... Um, you call human beings gimmicks. Gimmicks, <laughs> yes. They brought the gimmicks out. <laughs> The ref those, those, those mixed martial art fighters. Yeah, yeah that, that, the that, gimmicks. Shayna's goons come out. Her yeah. geeks come out there and yeah. get interfered. You know, Minions. Normal, yes. You know, usually NXT, we usually get clean finishes. It's yeah. usually clean not matches. that much, you know, uh, shenanigans. Not but no more. These last three Shayna matches. Yes. Yeah. Like they're, yeah. they're, they're doing. They're doing. They're doing all of the all of the storytelling now. Right. They're trying to get a lot of heat on Shayna. They're trying to build up this horsewoman faction. That's fine. But but I guess what I'm, I guess my thing is like that's cool to do. But like you told us for months, 
and actually for like a year of change that like Shayna, yeah, like what, when did she debut? Like November of last year or November of 2017, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, like she's been for like 15 months or so or whatever that, that she's been a flat out ass kicker, and she's putting people on the shelf by bringing the arm, whatever else, and. Like, your idea now is to have her basically always be on the wheels, like, with people or whatever else and, like, have to cheat to win. And it's like... It's like she cheats because she wants to. Right. Yeah. I think that's the, that might be the idea I, behind it. I, I don't know. It, like, whatever. I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would probably win, like, three and a half on it. Um, yeah. I thought yeah. they did... They had a couple of spots, and, you know, for their level of experience, I thought it was, you know, good in that respect. Mm-hmm. And... I like I said at one point I was really getting into it and then it just let me down at the end because of the you yeah, know the, the way she kind of choked out or whatever. I, yeah, I think I think I think that the the choke out spot at the end where she's fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. Um, I think it gave me that element of uh, when Shayna is being that gigantic bully and she's fighting uh, Kyrie and Kyrie Stark underneath, but Kyrie is like this woman. That woman has fought for since two thousand eleven. From underneath her whole kids she's like five. She's five for one. Like yeah, she has, that's a person has experience fighting these those kinds of matches. Close to Bianca, who like you know, like it's kind of weird to see Superman fight from underneath without without like kryptonite. Right. And um, it, it, I think they'll get another one. I think the next one will be better. But I I think they need to get off the off the thing where they have to feel like they need to include um, her her gurus and every single thing because like not even. I mean, hell, we just saw Undisputed Match. That was a classic, and they didn't. I didn't see Adam Cole and Push come out there. Like, um, and they were like <laughs> that Brooklyn. I'm sorry, the Chicago match against um, uh, oh, Lurgan and Burge. Yeah. yeah, like Cole got thrown out of that match. He um, he helped at one point, but like, stop. I don't feel like they need to go to the well with uh, Shayna over and over and over now. And, like it's three in a row. Like you know, I don't know who they go to next if she gets another shot. But like they blew through an undefeated streak. Just to keep the champion champion is like okay, yeah. yeah. You know they did, a, they did a great job getting sympathy on um, Belair. You know she's pretty much been a heel majority for NXT yeah. run. And she got cheered. Yeah, she was yeah. Cheered. really into that spot of her firing up out of the Carefudo clutch. So and, I got it. And they, they had a chance to make a top eight face here tonight and continue the undefeated uh, streak, and they kind of dropped the ball there. Yeah, and my, my thing is like. It's cool if there's somebody else for her to fight, but, like, there really is nobody left. I mean, you suggest EO, and I'm like, but EO's, like, doing the thing with Kyrie in a tag match with uh, Marina and, um, and Jessamine. So I don't mm. know exactly what's really next unless, like, the idea is she cheated so she gets another rematch. And I'm like, okay, well, she cheated the last two fucking takeover matches. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I mean, that's not much of a story of, like, I'm this badass that cheats. Okay. I'm trying to think. Like, who else? Or, yeah, there, there, the only, the only Mia, one I'm yeah. thinking is like Io Shirai or Mia Yim. Yeah, and you know, I don't know if Mia Yim's on that but, but level Mia, yet. Like, they had Bianca beat her just like like six weeks ago. Or less yeah. now. Like, and you know, she's been beating everybody else. Like, she she fought a quote unquote top level, you know, woman and she got beat. Like, she seems like she's a mid card. Mm-hmm. Like, she's going to be in that like Candice Array range where she can beat people, but like anybody top, she's putting on. Yeah. I mean, it's a long time until uh, TakeOver New York, yeah. so. They could easily build somebody up. Hey, maybe uh, Casey Catanzaro. They uh, get, get, get <laughs> this her, early. Get her rolling this early. Why? Why not? <laughs> I mean, she. I mean, look. I, if you want to give me more baby faces to, to enjoy, fine. But um, uh, I. I mean, I feel like yeah, that's. Uh, I don't think that you might be lower. I don't think yeah, you, yeah, I don't think you get her there in two months. I don't yeah, think you can. Yeah. I think maybe that's something for like war games. Um, like if you bring her up like this weekend. Or next weekend, or whatever, yeah. tapings like that's something you said in motion for like war games. Maybe they, maybe they, war games this year, like in you know Survivor Series weekend. Maybe they do an import of someone from the UK or something. I don't know. I mean, Tony Storm would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Champion versus champion, run back that um, uh, oh, the NXT match they had yeah. in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the tournament uh, day was that day one or day two? I think it was day one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, the match of the night up next: um, <laughs> Ricochet versus Johnny Gargano, NXT North American Championship. This was a blowaway match. It uh, was excellent technical wrestling, phenomenal storytelling, and <laughs> a, a incredible athleticism. Just in, yeah. in match structure, it didn't go too long. It it felt like a main event. Um, 
from the second both of those guys walked out in their their outfits, like Gargano shit was raw. Ricochet is like the shit he was wearing on the way in. Like you know, I'm not into the oh, comic books and all black, that. But, he's Black Spider Man. Yeah, you know that. You know, black anything usually goes uh, <laughs> you know, good in my book, but um, yeah, uh, I was very impressed with this match. Like. In the moment, it felt like a five. I might revise that like four and three quarters. I had to watch but, it. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm, I'm going five. Five, yeah. It. yeah. Yeah, just five. Yeah, it, yeah. it was um, it was nuts. Like, what y'all think about this? Yeah, man. I thought this match was, you know, lived up to expectations. These guys out here, like you mentioned, technical wrestling, selling crazy high-flying spots. I mean, Ricochet, so athletic, so innovative. You know, the the run-up uh, moonsault spot <laughs> off the, the turnbuckle to the outside. Fosbury flops, uh, shooting star presses, pretty much any shooting um, shooting star press press into the fucking knees, knees up, roll up deal like that was crazy. Pretty much any like high flying, high risk move you can think of, like both of these guys are doing. Great counters of each other's uh, big moves, and just kind of seeing that uh, continue to that inner conflict with Gargano, where he wants to kind of be Johnny Wrestling, but then when things aren't going right, he kind of um, goes into the Johnny badass and. Um, goes into the evil side and will do anything to get the win. Yeah, phenomenal story. Ricochet whooping his ass at every turn yep. when he's trying to. He's reversing all his moves. He's trying all of his tricks as Johnny wrestling, and it's not working. Um, and honestly, you know, most you look at the, the track record of most of these um, takeover matches, and it's and it's Johnny. You know, he's either going back and forth with somebody forever, and it's like you know, it's incredible. This is a case where like. The better wrestler is the quote unquote flippy guy or whatever, the one and only. And, nice. and yeah, and he's um and Johnny, you know, gets to a point of desperation where he's like, you know, he actually flips his lid and he's going to he supposed the the, uh, the the concrete and he's going to DDT him like in some of a similar fashion to um, what has been done in some of these matches with Ciampa and he's realizing like that he's always gets himself into when um regarding um Champa and he's like, you know what? No, not doing this. I can beat him by being myself. Mm-hmm. Then he, after you know, going back in there again, his ass kicked some more. He's like, <laughs> I've got enough of this. Uh, and then he, you know, he actually uses exposed concrete because, like, he realizes like either a when he gets in these fork and roll moves, he flips his fucking lid and you know, uh, flips on a banana peel and runs up and then blows you know, <laughs> <laughs> his fucking kneecap out. All right, because loses, he's a dumbass. loses to a dude in handcuffs twice. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> Either he can't control his emotions and, and that happens, or B, he fights a good fight and ultimately loses. Yeah. And now he's figured out, yeah, I came up with something else. Like, I can actually, you know, be in control and not lose my mind like a lunatic and yeah. just basically take the easy way out. Um, in a similar fashion to, like, Tanahashi and, and Omega, mm-hmm. right? Except uh, that was more of a viewpoint of, uh, of, sty- of stylistic I, uh Ideology. ideology as opposed to whether or not I should just cheat. Yeah. All right. Or or do or you know, cut corners. So Johnny decided to cut corners, did that, got him in the ring, and then hit hit the DT and won. Yeah. And now and then you go on to like, it fucking works. It, it's, it's like Johnny, that man got a hit, got a got a first taste of that that drug. Works or whatever. Hard, yeah, works harder or not harder. <laughs> it's like yeah. that, that they, they, that man hit the hair on one time, yeah. and then he's he's probably gonna be hooked to this to this cheating shit now because right. it works right. or whatever. So yeah, there's a reason why Ric Flair is a 16 time world yes. champion. Yes, you know <laughs> he needs he needs he needs to watch some Flair tapes, see what cheating yeah, I mean, will do for you. I, I wouldn't. I mean, it, it, I wouldn't because it's not technically cheating. Otherwise, it'd be a DQ and ref saw it. But I would say that it's a um, it's basically cutting. It's basically going to that gray area. And before it was like it's clear, like I don't do that, and I would always get my ass. Yeah, yeah, shipping philosophy. Yeah, that I man said no to drugs before. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like that's where it is now. So like that's. I mean, what I, up, I, I think, I think that's, Scott? I think that's a I think that's a um a interesting simple story to tell in the middle of the match, but like if you're just into saying that like they're just doing gymnastics, then like okay, fine. I, I don't think you know wrestling. Right. If, you, if that's like you don't know what you watched. So, yeah, no, I mean, look, watch more. Everybody, like, I, everybody has their take on what they exactly like, but like, if your thing is you don't like this thing, and then you come up with a reason, the reason like if you think about it, it makes no sense, and you just like step back and say, "Look, this is not for you." Right. Um, That's where I'm at. Yeah, uh, I I thought this was incredible uh, from top to bottom. Yeah. I've 
match of the yeah. year candidate. I'm putting uh, it. Yeah. I'm putting it yeah. on a list. That's, that's, yeah. a, no, that's a notebook match. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm putting that on a list. Yeah, gotta gotta throw that. Gotta start updating the uh, 2019 uh, One Nation Radio Awards. So uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I've got my. Uh, got, you might as well get started now for. Uh, What's the wrestling's uh, 2019? 2019. I just start writing, uh, you know, get whatever. It, get it ready now. Yeah, I, I gotta. I make sure I gotta write my Omega and Tanahashi one. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Um, what was the next match after that? That was the uh, oh, oh uh, uh, Riddle, Riddle and Ono, bro. Yeah, um, Riddle and Ono. This match brought to you by WWN and Evolve. Yes, this is an import match. You know, this is like when. Um, New Japan was sending uh, some guys over to WCW, and then they put them on the show. Or actually, no. Uh, you guys remember, like, in your house, they would send over the Michinoku Pro guys, mm-hmm, and it would yeah. be the great Sasuke versus Taka Michinoku. they do their style match inside of NXT or WWF at the time. This was an involved match uh, between uh, Cassius Ono and Matt Riddle. Um, I like the match a lot. I think that the audience has to kind of be educated on what Riddle was actually doing uh, in that yeah. match for his finish. And I think if he does it like two or three more times, it'll be over and people will realize, oh, this is the end. Like, yeah. what you guys want to think about it? Uh, you know, I thought it was a good match. I don't think it's the best Ono Riddle match I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was very strong, strong style match of the night right here. All the crazy strikes and um, kicks right to the face, like, Busting Riddle's mouth open. Yeah. Uh, with a boot. Yeah. And like you mentioned, the finish kind of threw the fans off because it's different. You yeah. don't you normally don't see um, tapping out by strikes. I mean, if you're a big MMA fan, you've probably seen it. But, you know, I occasionally watch MMA. I've never seen it. And I've never seen Same it in pro wrestling. And um, usually he transitions into the bro mission after he does those elbow strikes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of confusing there. And like you were mentioning when we were watching, James, I think it would have probably been better baby, baby steps do a TKO finish and right. then... As you build up these MMA finishes, you add in the submission by strikes. Yeah. Um, especially since usually he goes to the bro mission. If he's going to tap, might as well just put him in the bro mission right there. And then you can introduce the submission by strikes later on. And I think they might have uh, messed up on the camera work. The way they had it um, positioned, well, one, it kind of blew. Well, one thing I think they messed up was I think they had the ref in the wrong position. Yeah, yeah they had yeah, the wrong position. Yeah, the yeah. ref was yeah, completely out of position. He should have been in, in front of them to see the original tap instead of Oh no, having to turn because, over to his belly yeah. tap. Because the way the camera angle set up, and you see what the rough position is like, and you see the tap out, you think immediately like, "Oh my God, they're doing, they're doing a." Uh, oh, he tapped out, but the ref didn't, didn't see, see it. it. Yeah, they're doing, and then uh, oh no, you know, win. they're doing you know Undertaker, Undertaker and Lesnar from Summer Slam 2015, yeah. or um, was that Hell in a Hell in a Cell, uh, AJ Styles and, and um. And, uh, and, Samoa and Joe, Joe. Yeah. yeah, they're doing that all over again. It's like, Horrible. oh no, yeah, that's I, the best I that idea. Every time you ever do that, we all sit there. The whole entire crowd of people are, that are watching it from TV are like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I thought I thought this match like was good for what it was. Yeah. It, it showed like I thought it was, I it, thought it was very good at points. It, it made you like see what a fired up, angry Matt Riddle is like because yeah. a lot of the thing with him is the laid back casual, the bro, chill, the chill know. shit. Yeah, like yeah, you got to see this kind of right. Feel. You got to see this dude fight tonight. And he is a fucking killer. Like if you don't know a ton about Matt Riddle, it's like he has this switch that he can hit in a match where it's just like he's about to finish your ass like Mortal Kombat. Like and, and it's, finish yeah, him. like yeah. it's incredible striking. It's like um it's I mean, it's like, you know, imagine, like, the best or some of the best, like, Roddy or, or Roger Strong stuff you see or Alistair Black where he's, like, kneeing and kicking and just, like, elbows and, and strikes and, um, and suplexes. Like, see more of that over, as time goes, but um, yeah. that's – don't think that, like, this is, like, the, this is, like, the ceiling for, for Matt Riddle. It's not even close. Yeah. Um, and, nice and, I, and I feel like the more, like – He's a guy that I said it previously. Like, they have to. He's a he's a superstar to make. Yeah. Like, like, I, like I think this is every I, time I seen him in person, he's been incredible. Yeah, like I think um, I think the idea is that um, much like how Ricochet showed up last year, when like you have him go against uh, Dream, start off, and that's like the introduction to him, mm-hmm. and then like the star ranking performance is yet to come, and the star ranking performance for, for for Ricochet was Brooklyn yeah. before he's like. You know, he does a Dragon Lee spot. He does a freaking uh, six, you know, the uh, six thirty deal. Like I think the Riddle, like either you know WrestleMania weekend. I think that's I think that's when they like oh 
Nah, this dude. Take the chains don't, off. Don't, yeah, like. Damn these chains. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think we see Riddle in a title match uh, Mania weekend, either against Gargano or against Ciampa. He's gonna be the, he's gonna have to be the guy that that that, that basically breaks that whole yeah that whole shit up. up. So yeah. um, bring it on these uh, these two uh, five ten motherfuckers <laughs> like <laughs> just like like break this shit up. But um, the opener of uh, the War Machine winning the titles off of Undisputed Era in a phenomenal fast moving uh, hard hitting yes. Uh, Modern style, innovative, yes. like, tag team match. Like, uh, yes. I think, I don't know if it was Athletic Josh that mentioned, like, the way the Revival dominated NXT. Yeah, yeah like, very much like the Southern style point, tag. The Southern style of my point was that, like, yeah, like, they did all the cheating. Like, right? And one thing one thing about them was that, uh, that's the reason why they got, like, the, uh, which one's Dashes with Dots, even though they look, look different. Nothing like, like, like they both do. They built more or less rust with the same. Like they're technical. They're technical wizards that you know that um, use theatrics to cheat and get their matches over, right? And that's great. But um, undisputed is different. It's like Roddy is a striker, and the uh, and O'Reilly is like he's this charismatic goof that like that's MMA. That's a mixed martial artist, and like they get heat differently. They they set things up differently. Like dude, you can tell like which one's in the ring, which one isn't. Attention, um, you know, over you know, in this run because, like, you know, people that saw him in, in New Japan or whatever else, they saw this stuff, so they know. But like, you don't really see the big guy that gets to do all the cool, the big hairy gorilla-looking motherfucker uh, <laughs> get to do all the cool stuff. Like, you know, you, the closest you get really is like Kevin Owens, right? Yeah. But like, to see the guy that looks like he just looks like a woolly mammoth, and he's going out there and he's like doing, he's flipping around and showing out, wheeling and diving. Yeah, yeah, and like they're just powerhouses. Hanson giving hold to fat dudes everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, like I and you know they're just you know they're they're hitting they're beating the hell out of each other in the match. It was incredible. Like I mean I need to go back and watch it so I can, like because this one of those, it was one of those matches where it was like if you try to write down notes for it like you'll you, get you, lost. Like you yeah. need to, you need if you're going to do that cool. However. You need to watch it, do that on your second viewing though, because you do it doing live, like you're gonna basically you're gonna be like, um, too fast, too fast to <laughs> <laughs> too fast to call, too fast to write down to do. Like it was like once going through trying to review the first uh, or two weeks ago's Ray and um, almost match. Like yeah. I could do that, but it would be futile. Like I, I need help here. Uh, <laughs> and ain't no way. Yeah, no. Yeah, they did a great job of really highlighting uh, War Raiders here. You know, yes. since they've been at NXT, they've kind of been under the radar. They've been the other team. Right, they had yeah. them in the back burner, really haven't been doing much. This is a great yeah. chance, you know, if you haven't seen them. And other speeders are running, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got the big entrance, too, so it was yeah. like, oh, they're winning. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, we had to see them in uh, Ring of Honor in New Japan. It's, like, okay, man, it's a great chance to actually see them and see what they're made of. And, yeah. I, mean, I, just, I love Strong and O'Reilly together. Yes. I, lo- I like Strong and O'Reilly better than O'Reilly and Fish. And I know a oh, lot. I mean, I was on that by the time he got and, to. Uh, uh, I know young boy and I, we yeah. got in an argument about this. He, he likes uh, Fish and O'Reilly better. But I'm like, dude, I don't know. Now? I, I, or was I, that at the time we all argued the first time about this? This was recently. Recently? Yeah. Oh, no. This was like a couple weeks ago. I'll be right there. I'm go grab this man. <laughs> Before that, before that gets uh, before that gets going, um, oh I just want to say, I, you know, I'm not really into the War Machine gimmick and all that, you know, buffoonery and all that, but I love the match and all that. So, uh, question, so, so, uh, uh, question for just people that are curious. So, like Jeremy had brought to our attention that, like, you, you, uh, I guess recently or some, you know, we, some, we recently had an argument no, or, or a debate of yeah, which combination was better. Roddy, NXT? Not in NXT, but in general. Oh, okay. 
What you y'all brought me on the podcast to roast me? So yeah, yes, 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 absolutely. I was talking about how much I love O'Reilly and Strong together, and I talked about how we had that debate about it, and then then they tried to bring you in. I don't, I don't think we had a debate. Not a debate, but as much as I just like, I like, I like, I think that. The best match, let's say, like, the five best matches you've seen from Fish and O'Reilly, right? Mm-hmm. How do they stack up against the best match, like, these take-home matches that they had? Just as well, or maybe a little bit better. But, then again, at the same I don't believe you, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, like, I feel like I've heard about these dudes for a while, and, like, I, and I've seen also, I've seen Fish as a wrestler, and I'm just like, nah. He's just not Roddy Strong. He's not. He's not Roddy Strong. As a singles competitor, Roddy's better, and Roddy might be a better all-around tag team wrestler, but the combination of Fish and O'Reilly is really great. They've had... So do you think their work is actually better, or do you think, like, or do they do, like, cheating, in a, like, a like Southern-style cheating, or, or doing something besides, like, I, the actual technical... I, I wouldn't go out of the way and say, like, oh, they're, like, vastly superior. I mean, I, I think... I'm just asking. I think Roderick... I'm, I'm sorry we wrote the podcast. I know, I'm I, just... I, I don't understand this. I think Roderick Strong and... Kyle Riley are just as good as almost any tag team combination in history. So, again, it's almost like you said earlier, it's like splitting hairs. But I will say that I prefer Redfish as a team, as a tandem, as a package. And I do think that they've had better matches all around. Although, takeover after takeover, you know, these guys are building a legacy that would probably rival that. So, I mean, you know. And TV matches. Yeah, if if someone. Yeah, they have a five-star TV match. If someone argued with me and said like they like the other guys, I'm not gonna like jump down and roast them. Like, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna bring you on podcast and try to embarrass you. <laughs> You're not petty like me. Yeah, yeah. I'm better at petty. Hey, Josh, people. welcome to Petty Meal. Come on the podcast yeah. and, and come to Petty Meal. Yeah. So. All right, yeah. you dismissed. All right, yeah. <laughs> young boy Josh Smith here. Hey, here's what I want to say. Earlier tonight, James showed up on time before the, even the first match started, and I said, "Proud of you, bro." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but me saying that this mess is better. I win. Right, anyway, so, uh, I guess that's a good place to. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the end. Hey, that yeah. was pretty much it. Uh, Jack Swagger uh, won. Fucked the dude up. Choked him out. Our <laughs> uh, truth came out there. Uh, he had yeah. like these red pants on and like a blue uh, type, type of shirt, white shoes. Um, They're rapping, dancing. Everything. They, it, he's, he's still using the We the People catchphrase. He had a yeah. shirt. Uh, he had like a music like they, they gave him like the superstar entrance. Yeah. And uh, I think Beltor is gonna. I don't know if they're gonna make money with him, but they got something. I don't know with what him. they got, but they got. Something. Yeah, they got something with him. Like, and you know, people are gonna immediately, I, I guess, cast him uh, in direct light against CM Punk. I don't know if that's exactly fair because this guy, they, they were mentioning the whole time. This guy holds the record for like pins in uh, heavyweight right. wrestling. Like he's not some like geek that just got right. in there. Like yeah. 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 a shooter. Yeah. Like, so he's not a guy that like never like you know never did any type of like combat ever, and then all of a sudden decided to hop his, his monkey ass out there because he like threw fake fighting. Yeah. He burned out. That's like, not the same thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't like like you said. I don't know what uh, they have in him, but if they can get, keep him against the right opponents. I mean, I'll say this: like I've never watched Bellator. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, even 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 like the monstrosity that was uh, taught about, like the the Kimbo Slice Dada thing, five thousand, like, my yeah, god, like, where they you know they almost died from exhaustion in the match. Like I I never I didn't, I didn't even watch it on replay. Mm-hmm. So like for me to you know check that, out, I was like, I mean, like, he got he cracked. Started. He look, he got cracked in the face once, yeah. and yeah. he could have that could have been down for the count. So yeah, and uh, we actually joked about it. It's like you know like. Dude, look how that dude ran in the ring. Like he ran, like his opponent ran in the ring. Like he had some heavy hands, right? So, then he went you know, right back to like, I mean, nah, it, I like, like, he, got, he got staggered while in music. I feel like he was like weak on his feet, like um, like you know, as he came through and actually like, got got into the clinch against or got against the cage. But I mean, after that, like he you know got re- rebounded and you know went back to business and just laid on him and it was a wrap after that. Shout out to R Truth for getting that check. How much you even got paid for that? Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, for those that are listening, a couple stacks. Okay, maybe. So, so those for those show money, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for those listening, we uh, we speculated. Do you guys think that uh, that Vince rented out the jet for <laughs> for R Truth for him to go to Bellator and then get back so in order to be thirty for Royal Rumble? Yes or no? I don't know. In the comments, you guys can uh, yeah, I don't uh, know. You guys come up with for that one. 
Um, shit, we got some questions. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Well, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll answer questions. Yeah. Uh, you know, Zach Porter asked, you know, are you are you gonna go to uh, NXT the Largo Loop now that uh, Gargano is North American champion? Uh, no, man. Uh, like, I, it wasn't about just being a champion. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, we didn't know it's, what type of champion. It's it's like, NXT champion. That could have been a Tazian champion. That could have been a North American champion. Obviously, I meant being the top, being an NXT champion because Johnny already been a tag champion. You know, he already, he's already been a champion. champion. Number one. Right. So, nah, man. Like, it's cool and everything that they did this, but like, that's not that ultimately wasn't the goal. And obviously, like uh, the way they treat him, they treat him like he's their top guy, except like except for everything, but. You know the belt, but the belt, right. which is like, if those were two non-title, if there were no belts involved on the show, Johnny and, and Ricochet would want to last. Yeah. So. So Matthew was like, "What is Champa's ceiling? And was it a mistake to leave Velveteen off the show? He should have been somewhere. We didn't talk about Velveteen. Oh yeah. So before we get to that, Matthew, Velveteen, they had him out, come out the limo with the women and. I had a big problem with this because I think they fucked up the aesthetic, like with Velveteen Dream. They made him more of a ladies' man as opposed to he is this um, mysterious type. Like, I mean, if he's gonna be a prince, he's gonna be a, be a full prince. Right, and yeah. Have like that. The, the women actually like dress with like stars, and instead of just like two girls, he just met on like a dating app. Yeah, like he just pulled them out out the club somewhere. Like, like he like, made it sound like he got game as opposed to he's out here like his eyes can hit the. Same thing, it's different. Like, I, I think they should have been, like, dressed in some type of gimmick or whatever, where yeah. they're either in, like, some type of full-body cat suit that's a, that's a crazy color with, like, shining on it or right. something Neons, like that. Neon, Neon or something, or something we don't see regular, like, people wearing. Yeah. Like, that's what that's what the aesthetic should have been. But, and I yeah. think they that was a colossal miss. Those are, um, those are like two nice ladies that were having a nice time a time out with a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. They happen to dress like a star. <laughs> <laughs> and and that, that doesn't scream Velveteen Dream. Like that yeah. screams like. I mean, it's it screams. I mean, it screams one thing that I don't think is necessarily what I thought the um, what I thought like entailed the Velveteen Dream thing. Like I thought it was more or less of um, it's kind of almost like a. Almost like a drawing force, mm-hmm. right? Like he like basically his aura draws you in, right? As opposed to this one's like, oh, like he got game. That's what it looked like. Mm-hmm. like he's got game. I mean, that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I thought it was a little something different. Yeah. I, I like. Yeah. That should be Apollonia getting out there with him. They need a full suit. But yeah, all that shit. Yeah. Fresh out, fresh out the lake, you know. Fresh out the lake, you know. Boas and, and and big makeup, like just yeah. just nuts. Another like, one is they should. God, serious. They should have had somebody that looked. They should have had one of the women um, look like somebody like a uh, look like somebody that was in the Dura, that could have been in Duramalaje. That's best job. <laughs> uh, they should have had somebody be like, you know, who know, like he hangs with all types of people. Yeah, yeah. That all types of people are in his company and presence. Yeah, all right. As opposed to, um, he just got game. Yeah, that's all. Uh, as far as uh, he said, what is Champa's ceiling? I think Champa's met his ceiling right now. I don't think it's ever going to get better for him in his career than being the a guy that's uh, having multiple matches. Uh, defending the NXT Championship, and is this his this is his second uh, NXT main event as a champion that he's defending the belt? Um, I, I think this is it. Like I can't, there I can't guarantee that he's going to be a success on the main roster. I can't I mean, guarantee. You can't, you can't guarantee anybody. Anybody. Like I can't, right. I can't picture him as a world champion like in Vince's WWE, mm-hmm. like that little guy with, with the gray beard. Yeah, like not, no. the, not the ball, not the ball little guy. I don't care what kind of talker he is, or you know the magnetic music and personality he has, and the way he structures yeah. matches. And also, like they will, they will never let him like he'll don't never let him like cheat like that or be that diabolical because like he'll be like, well, if we do that, then it'll ruin what's third from the top. So mm-hmm. like, right. he, like I think it's silly is even though he might, even though he's one of the one of the ten best wrestlers in the entire company, like as far as total package. Um, that don't involve like aesthetics. I, I think that I think that the ceiling might be like a prelim guy on the main roster. Yeah, yeah, that's rough, and it sucks. Um, because 
I mean, you looked at, you saw the fan voting that we had for One uh, H Radio this year. Like, yeah. He finished third for the rest of the year. Yeah. 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 And the only people from him were, were the person he feuded with for most of the year and then Becky Lynch. Yeah. Like, that sucks. But we know what it is. And, like, it's one thing to be uh, Daniel Bryan or Johnny Gargano or CM Punk and be somebody that came from the Indies because um, people, you know, he, he, he had person has a cachet outside, and over time, it was able to kind of get Vince's trust to an extent, right? I don't know if, like, the NXT guys ever get that kind of benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. to where it's like, we put you out there, it works, and then we'll try something. Like, you have to literally um, be a wrestler, like a world of wrestler, like Andrade, mm-hmm. and then they've seen you out there to lose for you. Or for for like nine months, and then they decide like once you know shits in the fan to actually like you know showcase you. So I, um, whatever his ceiling is, whatever if you ever reach it's it's um the best case scenario for for Champa. Whatever it is, it's going to take a while for him to reach. It's not going to be immediate. It's not going to be in the first year, maybe even the second year. But um, but you know, hopefully he keeps you know holding on to the rope and never let go. Yeah. Um. He said, also, Bianca is bae. Damn, I love her. Uh, Sam Holland says, Johnny Wrestling is finally a champion. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's going to wrap it up. I think uh, it was a solid show overall. I liked pretty much everything I saw. Was it the greatest takeover? No. no. Um, well, is, this is, uh, yeah, we were talking about this is the worst one in in literally a year, yeah. worse. Yeah, yeah, worse. Yeah, worse. Let's like, not get that I mean, fucked up. This, 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 this is the brain. Like this, like this, like arguing about like what's the worst like Rus- or Russell Kingdom like you know of, of, of the Tanahashi era, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the quality of these shows that are that like I mean obviously it feels like we're splitting hairs amongst you know the, the trying to. Well, why can't you just how, enjoy how it, great, man? How great something <laughs> is, but it still is like it uh, is like all right. Like comparing LeBron James to DeMar DeRozan, like they're both great players, but one is superior to the other, yeah. and that's, that's kind of. And, and this is what we do. Like we, we we debate on what is the best. Where is it ranked? That's that's what we do. This is what we do. Like, yeah, but right. why? That's why we can't just it's turn our brains off and enjoy it. We enjoy <laughs> most we did, of it. But we, the thing is, like, we yeah, just, we just yeah, we we did the enjoy. It. The, the, the enjoy part is like. We literally just did a podcast for how long? How long? Yeah, like fifty fifty minutes. Yeah, and it was. More or less, all positive. Talking about how much we love, talk about all, what we liked about the show, everything we enjoyed about the show, and all the good stuff. I just want to put it out like, there. And I, it, I just, I, like, I don't get like, oh, you talking about? Are you talking about? I just like, want to put it out there and be like, oh yeah, you, like you're playing because you said like, like it was either a great show or it wasn't. Like, like it was a great show, but there, there are levels. There are levels compared to every yeah. takeover in history. You can rank these shows, and this yeah. one, you know. There are some there are a lot of shows that beat this one. This one, uh, yeah. okay. So between the two, uh, I would say that this is one of the like if you say uh, I th- I'll say this would fit in the first half of uh, takeover match, like in the better half, like the worst half, better half. I feel like this probably is in the better half. Yeah. But like yeah. they have put out so much fire over the last, you know, over, over the last two, all of 2018 that it's like, you know, um, I won't say disappointing, but um, I but. You know, I thought that um, a couple things were going to work out a little differently. That's all. Yeah. Right. Um, but I guess that's going to wrap it up. Uh, you know, tomorrow night, Royal Rumble, post over that. Oh, yeah. Another one, right? So, will this be the first time, um, same weekend, or actually, no, like, a J- like closest uh, thing where, like, um, TakeOver comes out, and then the main roster has a pay-per-view show to go after. Will, this be, will they finally... Can they break the streak? When they finally get off the side, like the Washington Generals being the, being the hard It's track. been a year. I like mean, the Royal Rumble last year. It's better than that? Yeah. Okay. I never really considered that, but okay. Um, But WrestleMania? Fuck no. The Chicago uh, pay-per-view? Fuck I, no. I would, say, like, it's, I would say like you bringing this thing to my attention, uh, the Royal Rumble last year, my attention is kind of like rocking my world. I never... I never I didn't even center those, but yeah, okay. Yeah, there was something back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Um, the SummerSlam, fuck no. Yeah. Right. Survivor Series, fuck no. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so maybe the Royal Rumble has a chance. Uh, there's, there's a lot they got to go yes. right, and they can fuck it all up. So, uh, you know, standard fare for uh, WWE yeah. main roster. Like, so. look, look at the card on paper. And, and, like, it's thing when Funny was talking, like, finish show, like, we saw people like, yeah, yeah, it's our stat on paper. Like, dude, what's the last pay-per-view that wasn't, like, a stat on paper? Like, right. can, can, have they presented these people well enough to feel like they're in the spots they deserve? Um, do these fights feel like they're really good fights for the package for anyone to win? And to like, will they be allowed given the time or circumstance to lay out some matches to actually be able to showcase the best of their abilities? And then will you get out of the way with your book, with your with the booking of finishes and directions out of that? Like, it's really, it's really not that hard. It's not like you got you have you you have the best roster money to buy, literally. Uh, it, it's the words it was works on how you implement it and, and put it to use every yep. single time. But uh, barring yeah. injury, Jeremy, you want to plug? Uh, where do you find you at? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Jeremy L. Donovan and my show, Keeping a Strong Style, at KI Strong Style. Every Tuesday we drop a new show right here on the Social Soup Left Podcast Network. Yeah, man, and uh, we might have some really big news regarding WrestleMania weekend. Uh, we're going to keep that close to the vest, and um, we will let you all know. And don't forget, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Social Soup we got uh, Social Suplex Pod, Podcast Network shirts, Keeping the Strong Style shirts, One Nation Radio shirts coming. Sale this weekend, uh, 15% off. And all the other great shows here on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. I can't list them off the top of my head uh, because, like, there's so many I of think, them I now. think I can try. <laughs> so you've got One Nation Radio, Keeping a Strong Style, Wilford Washes, the Omega Luke Podcast, yep. Ricky and Clive, yep. Grown Men Watch This Shit. Show all things elite for sure, man. Um, yeah, all of them, <laughs> you know. Uh, but that's gonna wrap it up. Thank you guys for and you uh, mixed up because you have to try to remember like all the shows on the Southern Suplex Network and also yes, I, I do. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to fuck it up. Yeah, <laughs> okay. you know. gotcha. Yeah. So, gotcha. but uh, yeah, that's gonna wrap it up. Uh, check out. You know, if you see this before the Royal Rumble, uh, check out my Finn Balor column. Check out the AJ Styles column and all that. Oh, uh, prediction column. Oh, predictions, yeah. column. prediction column. Fucking hilarious. Check that out on socialsuplex.com. Like, um, yeah, so I'm back doing those. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how long this goes. They fuck around at WrestleMania, at WrestleMania 35. They fuck around at WrestleMania 34. I'll be off of it again. <laughs> so, let's see. Yeah. All right, y'all. We rolling. Peace. Later. Oh, hold on. I'm still going here.